Welcome to the Save vs. Poison podcast, the podcast dedicated to gaming, general geekery, and enduring sobriety in an ever-maddening society, with your host Will and two guys that probably live under his stairs. If you're an addict, know an addict, or are just interested in exploring the outer mysteries of geekery, you're in the right place. Without further ado, let's get to the show. Welcome back to Save vs. Poison, everybody. It's great to have you here. Guess what? This episode, it could have just been an email. Let's be honest. Could have just been an email. Could have typed it out and sent it to you and been like, no Tiki, no Steve, real quick, not a big deal. Uh, I could have rhymed a, a, a couple of those words in there to make this seem a little bit more interesting, but I'm not going to, okay? Could have been an email. Still could. I could, I could stop right now. And we could cut straight to email. Uh, Tiki and Steve will not be joining us. They're both at the same exact prostitute convention trying to figure out a way to convince one prostitute to give them a group discount. I don't know. Is it, <laughs> are two Johns a group? Is that a group thing? I don't know. I don't know. We just call that a, a, the devil's threesome and, uh, and, and, and we go with it, right? Not that that's not a lot of fun. Not that I haven't had that 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 happen uh, in my life before. Now you know a little bit more about your buddy Will. Uh, <laughs> my name is Will. I'm your host, as well as being your host. I'm also an alcoholic in recovery. This has been, uh, let's say, three years, almost eight months. We've I've got my 43rd birthday coming up, and to be perfectly honest, the thing that I'm more proud of than just going around the sun uh, 43 times next December will be my four-year soberversary. I don't know. I think uh, I think that's a that's that's going to be slightly bigger in my head, maybe. Uh, although I, I am looking forward to my goofy family doing goofy things for my goofy forty third goofy birthday. So um, yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, in sobriety news, let's talk about let's talk about me since it's just me here today. Let's do that, shall we? Uh, I have not had much in the way of cravings going on. I recognize that that is basically the same, like, <laughs> meet the new sobriety, same as the old sobriety. It's kind of the same thing. Like, I'm just, I'm not struggling with much these days. Uh, it's been, it's been kind of autopilot. I feel like as long as I continue to do the things that I need to do in my sobriety, i.e. showing up for the streams, making sure that we're putting out some kind of content on the podcast every week, making sure that I'm at least being mindful and thinking through, uh, topics of conversation, uh, in the future. Um, I think, uh, I think everything's going to continue to be the way that it is, and I don't have any reason to believe otherwise. Now, I could be wrong. That's always a possibility. I caveat almost everything that I say with, I could be wrong, and I probably will be again someday. Probably will be again someday. But right now, I think, uh, I think what we've got going on right now works pretty freaking well. Had an interesting conversation on the Twitch stream this last week, which was what I wanted to talk about in tonight's sort of... Uh, topic of conversation, I guess you could call it, because I lost the words there for a second. Uh, when we're talking about recovery, what do we mean by recovery, and what would we what would we want to go back to? Now, this was a conversation that I had with a community member. Um, thank you, John, very much for the the inspiration for this, and it was. Interesting because the 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 sort of tweet that sparked all of this was a tweet that 
basically just said, uh, you know, recovery is not defined by, and it gives a list of like 15 different things that recovery is not defined by. And usually those are like external things, like recovery is not defined by the amount of time that you've spent in sobriety. It's not defined by other people's relationship with alcohol. It's not defined by any of that kind of thing. It's defined almost entirely by you, by what you feel uh, your place in recovery is. Now, my place in recovery happens to be one where the decisions that I'm making are direct and purposeful towards keeping me away from a substance or a behavior that would lead to disastrous outcomes. So I am doing things very purposefully, very, very, very directedly, very on purpose. I'm basically, I'm living on purpose. That's something that I've heard gurus talk about. Live on purpose. Can you live on purpose? I want you to live on purpose. And especially when we're talking about sobriety, I think it's really, really important that you're thinking through the way that you feel, the way that you are engaging with your sobriety in an active manner, the way that um, you are navigating through the hardest parts of life that make it easier for you to make a mistake. I think that those are the things that that really define that. Now, this led into a sub-question, which was, um, you know, the way that John framed his recovery, or the, the idea of his recovery is, uh, actually, the way that he didn't want to frame it was he didn't want to frame it in terms of going back to being the person that they were before they had gone and lived through the worst parts of their addiction and then gotten sober and are now in recovery. They didn't want to go back to a place before that. And I thought that that was really, I think that's great. I don't want to go back to the man that I was in my 20s. I don't want to do that. I want to take all of the experiences, all of the knowledge, all of the wisdom, whatever that may be that I have gained over the last couple of years, and especially in the last three and a half years that I've been sober, and I want to move forward from that trying to be the very best version of myself that I possibly can. That means taking a look at the aggregate of everything that I did, the good, the bad, the ugly, the things that were neutral, all of it, and trying to look at all of it with a critical eye. What are the mistakes that I can avoid in the future that I already made? What are the good things about myself from those periods of time that I want to continue to cultivate? What are the sort of baseline assumptions about myself that I have that I can work on, or are they in a place where I'm already happy with them? And I think that the combination of all of that from the point that I am now moving forward as I get older, as I get, you know, hopefully accumulate more wisdom, as I become more physically fit, as I allow myself to feel more confident in who I am because of that physical fitness, because of all this stuff, I think it's really, really important that I don't look towards my past with any kind of rose shaded tint, uh, rose tinted glasses, and instead look towards my future with some hope and some, and a lack of cynicism, like a, like a purposeful lack of cynicism. I think that's really, really important. So, um, that was what I had for this week's topic of conversation. Like I said, this could have been an email, uh, Remnant 2. We're playing that right now. It is everything that I wanted from Remnant 1 that I didn't know that I was missing in Remnant 1. Now, if you are not aware of what Remnant 1 is or Remnant 2, Remnant is a series of um, games set in a post-apocalyptic, basically primarily set on Earth, but you 
get to go globetrotting across a couple of different globes, which is kind of cool. So different uh, art styles for each one of the areas that you encounter. Um, you're basically like a world traveler. It's really kind of cool. It's like it's 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 like a almost like a modern Stargate, but if Stargate was something that was picked up after the world went to poopy. Um, the story is really, really good, but it's not well presented. I don't know if that makes much sense. The story itself, very, very interesting. In the 1950s, an experiment happens. The experiment opens doorways. The doorways allow things onto our planet. The things onto our planet start causing havoc. We get to a place that's post-apocalyptic. Um, so you're basically playing in the ruins of the 1950s and 1960s um, of the United States, and then moving from there uh, to other planets that are fighting this exact same thing that already came and destroyed our planet. Now, I know that might sound a little bit like Fallout-ish um, because of the 1950s and the post-apocalyptic thing. It's not tongue-in-cheek. This is quite a bit more of a grim game. So uh, that's the setting. That's the story. Uh, really, really interesting stuff. It mixes a lot of the um, of magical arcane stuff with some sort of post-apocalyptic science fiction that is sort of revisionist history science fiction, which is kind of cool. Um, you are playing uh, in the kind of the vein of, of a Dark Souls game. So there's a there's a, a stamina uh, mechanic to it. There, it's uh, it's got shooter mechanics to it as well, which is really really kind of cool. So it's been called the shooter of Dark Souls games, um, which I think. Like I recognize that that when we say the word darks or the the phrase dark souls, that brings up a very specific image uh, in your head of like brutally difficult, brutally difficult combat, um, bare bones story that is built on incredibly dense lore that is never actually explained in any kind of really coherent way, except for by context clues and uh, item descriptions out in the world, which is really, really, you know, which is a fascinating way to tell a story because it doesn't, doesn't spoon feed you anything. It gives you just enough for you to make inferences. That's it. That's all it ever does, really. So um, uh, Remnant doesn't quite do that as well as From Software does, but what it does get down is the combat is freaking immaculate the character customization in remnant 2 at least is awesome in the first game it was good in the second game though it's awesome you have uh a, a any of 10 different classes five of which you will unlock through uh through gameplay you can then combine any two of those classes once you unlock that ability so you have you know a, a, a scores of different combinations of those classes which is really really kind of cool um and i think very very novel um you have abilities to learn about. You've got uh, all sorts of customizable equipment that you're going to be equipping while you're going through this very densely, uh, artistically uh, rendered world, uh, universe, I should say, not world, universe. Um, so, uh, and it's also, on top of all of this, the, the, the absolute cherry uh, on top of it, it's co-op, which means... We're getting to play with the community, which is going to be freaking fantastic. It came out yesterday. That's Tuesday. Uh, today's Wednesday. Yesterday was Tuesday. It came out yesterday. Hopefully tonight's stream, we'll be able to watch a little bit of that. Uh, or not watch a little bit of that, but we'll be able to play uh, a little bit of that on Twitch. And uh, hopefully have some uh, community members pop in if they are available. And you should be able to watch it. So, um, yeah, that's what we got this for this week. I told you, real, real quick. I talked fast. That's what I wanted to do. I got to get back to doing some chores today. 
I can't tell you how much I absolutely adore all of you human beings out in the world who are listening to this right now. Please tune in for another episode next week. We'll have the full cast and crew back together, <laughs> all three of us, uh, for a hopefully ridiculous uh, uh, counting of things. I think we're going to do another Tiki's Take, so we'll have uh, we'll have Tiki blathering about some kind of terrible movie that he wants to make sure that he's not the only one that has seen. I really do feel like if we were... T- I, I know we've had like bad movie ideas before. I feel like if we have another bad movie idea, this next bad movie idea is going to be about one person trying to infect all of the other people in his life with bad movie watching, like a desire to watch bad movies. I think that's what it, it's going to be. That's it, What a horror movie that would be, right? You're like, oh, I don't want to watch Dinosaurs versus Strippers 15. Well, you don't have a choice because I curse you. Haha. <laughs> the old gypsy curse of Dinosaurs versus Strippers 15. Cheers. Uh, you guys all take care of yourselves. I can't wait to uh, have a full episode. If you're going to tune into any of the streams over the next week, I really, really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, as always, warm cream regards. Good night, everybody. You've just listened to another episode of the Save versus Poison podcast. If you liked what you heard, please follow us, like, and subscribe on Twitter at VS underscore save, on Facebook at the Save vs. Poison podcast, and streaming live on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash SVP podcast. Thanks so much for joining us, and stay safe, everyone. <laughs>